Hi, I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer. I'm not adverse to change, and I'm not adverse to exploring different things and having different experiences. But this experience with the stock market is kind of testing my limits. You see, I've been involved in the stock market for, for many years. I remember very vividly this, the dot-com bubble and the subprime crisis, and I understood them all as they were happening, the over-exuberance of the, um, the dot-com's introduction. And we have some of that going on as a result of the coronavirus and, this, and the um, quarantining and then the government throwing $9 trillion at a bunch of novice investors who got all wrapped up in SPACs and EV vehicles coming out of anywhere and everywhere in the growth of the China stock market. And we just threw so much money at the stock market that in some regards, it, 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 sent, it felt a lot like the dot-com bubble, except in the dot-com bubble, people were spending their own money. In, in this past, um, what do you want to call it? The EV bubble, the, the coronavirus bubble. People were spending the government's money. Uh, yeah, it, it, be honest. Uh, $9 trillion came into the economy. To give you some representation, in 2000, our national debt was, was $4 trillion. Uh, it's now $30 trillion. It went up $10 trillion in, in, in the last, um, let's see, three years. So there's a lot of funny money in there that has created a, a an explosion. Now, it could have sustained itself or it could have made a small correction as a result of uh, the coronavirus, which created, uh, put a lot of people quarantined, and therefore they weren't working, so our supply chain got broken. So it would be reasonable to expect that inflation would come in. A shortage of goods and increasing demand creates inflation. And then the the movement to stop inflation often is to raise interest rates to bring back the, 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 the demand on products. But uh, again, we were in ridiculous situations because our interest rates were zero. Then they leveled off at 1.5 to 1.75. And now they're up to 2.75. And they're saying they may go up to 3 or 4.75. Well, historically, the interest rates are 8%. So um, that, that should not have created a situation where we have a substantial decrease, about a 14% decrease in, this, in the S&P. The wild card is a guy by the name of Vladimir Putin. And that's what I want to talk about today and ask and, and try, try to help you figure out how low, how low can this go and, and what should I do? What should I do about it? And that's what I want to talk about. And I, and I, I and I want to help you, um, experience what I've experienced as far as the therapy. Let's call it the therapy that TradingView offers me as I look back at history and try to put some reality 
into this crazy stock market. But first of all, let's get the legal crap out of the way and say that I'm not your financial advisor. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Wait a second. If I'm not your financial advisor, what am I? I'm the guy who's 77 years old, spent his career in the financial planning business, built a substantial business, and then had a need for, to find something to do, and then actually found gratification in the fact that I could share my knowledge and my, bring, and my experience and maybe bring some peace into your mind, life, as you're, as you're experiencing this stock market. Um, I don't believe that it's, it's the end of the world, uh, unless, of course, Vladimir, the bully, um, pushes the red button and we get into World War III. As, as or if, if that's the case, uh, it's, all in, it's all insignificant because we won't be here tomorrow, okay? So let's don't get too, too wrapped up in that. But I do think I can help you by showing you my trading views chart that I always go back to, whether it be the S&P 500 or the, the triple Qs, I wanna show the, you know, the S&P 500 starting on the, my date of birth, September the 5th, 1944, and how I can put some sanity into what's going on right now. So let's, let's go over to the computer there and take a look at this. Okay, if you've been to my channel before, you've probably seen this chart that I put together on TradingView. It's kind of a history of the stock market since the day I was born. I go back to September of 1944. And I believe the stock market is proven by this chart that it's driven by events. And all you gotta do is identify the events. Uh, and I put the red events up here on the top. That makes it go up. And then I put the, the blue events down here on the bottom. That's made it go down. And then tried to correlate and come to some sort of understanding based on where we are right now. How low can this thing go? And, and let me just kind of give you an overview of this. Um, on the top side, I'm saying that the, the events that have driven the stock market up include the internet or digital revolution, the e-commerce revolution, social media, mobile phone revolution, big data, which includes uh, the start of artificial intelligence. Certainly the electric vehicle had a lot to do with the, the surge in the market over the last two or three years. And then I'm saying the next big event is going to be that of the Medicure revolution as a result of our learning uh, that our, our healthcare system is broken, brought to our attention by the coronavirus. Then on the downside, um, certainly the ones that I have experienced and I, I have recollection of uh, is the dot-com bubble, uh, the subprime crisis. The dot-com bubble was all about over exuberance over this new digital revolution and anything that had the name dot-com bubble, dot-com behind it was going to uh, go up in a, an enormous price. And then the 2008 was the subprime crisis. That was truly created by our banks and their, their nasty and, and greedy lending situation. So they brought that upon us. And now we're 
in this situation of 2022, which we're having a reaction uh, from the a couple of things, inflation and interest rates um, going up, and then the Russian-Ukraine situation. And I really believe this is all as a result of the coronavirus and our government's reaction to the coronavirus, which created an unparalleled free money atmosphere. Um, if, if you look at this blue line, you see the growth of our our national debt in 45, it was to, uh, 251 billion, and then it got up over uh, in 75. 30 years later, it got over uh, 500 billion, and then as you get to 2000, it's gotten up to uh, 4 trillion. And this was an, a reaction to uh, the government no longer having to balance its books. Um, because we came off of the gold standard. There was no, no control factor. It was just basically, you can print as much money as you feel you need at this time. And you can see, as we started printing, printing money, the, the, uh, the amount of liquidity, the amount of money that was in the system had a direct effect on the, the rallying of the stock market and the financing of these revolutions. It took money to create the digital revolution and the, and the e-commerce and such. So you can't say it wasn't justified because it created the world that we're living in right now. So, but the question is, okay, how low can this go? So I go back and I look at the dot-com bubble and um, it took uh, um, from, it looks like roughly no, August, no, November, uh, March of 2000 to um, uh, March of 2003, so almost three years it took uh, for us to hit a bottom, and that was about 48%. And then when we come to the, um, the subprime crisis, if we put a date on that of roughly uh, November of 07, and then we go to um, May of 09, that was a 44%, 44.5% drop. So my mind says it's potentially possible that there could be a 40 to 44% drop in the stock market over the per that period of time. So what I did was then go and say, okay, if the high was up here of uh, May of 22, then we could come, if we're going to come down 44%, the S&P 500 could drop from um, 4,770 down to, what would that be? Where's our dot here? Uh, 2,700. So it could drop 2,000 points to, a, to equal that 44% drop. Now, do I believe that is going to happen? I don't know. Because there's a wild factor here. If you had told me uh, a month ago that there was a potential drop in the stock market of 44% because of high inflation and interest rates, I'd say you're crazy. That isn't going to happen because the inflation is uh, transitory. It's, it, it was created by a shutdown of anything and everything. And so, the, and the one that I was very involved in, we were building houses, um, the cost of lumber went up, you know, 
200%. And, and we're still dealing with that. And, and we're dealing with the cost of oil. But that, that's, evolved, that's a, as a part of the Russian-Ukraine situation. Um, and interest rates, well, interest rates were ridiculously low. I mean, at one point they were zero. Um, and and I, I always like to tell people in 19, uh, I guess it was uh, 67, 68, I paid 14.5% interest for a mortgage. So they're ridiculously low. Historically, they're somewhere around 8%. So I guess if you would have said to me, um, how low can this go without the, um, the, the war, in uh, the war and nonsense going, I would have said maybe 20%. So that would have put us about um, right about here. And it would have been, um, the, the S&P would be down to, four, uh, would go to about 38.20. But when you put the, the, the Ukraine-Russia situation in there, and now that they bombed just very close to Poland, it, it, you you don't know where where Vladimir is going to stop if he's going to stop. I I grew up as I said in the in the sixties and um, we we had a lot of bullies. We I went to a, a a high school in Champaign, Illinois, and it was a melting pot. The whole city came together, and um, we had we had bullies who who just would test you as far as you as you, that you could. I was one of those dumb kids that would stand up to him and say, "Hey, if you want if you want to skip the line, if you want to if you want to take something I got, you got to come through me." Well, a bully isn't accustomed to that. He just he's accustomed to saying, "You got something I want. I'm taking it." And that's what that's what Vladimir is basically doing. He, and and Vladimir, it's spelled with a V. Um until somebody says no, he's going to keep taking. Um, so I don't know how far this can go down. Uh, the other side of it is I did a video uh, just last week. The other side of it is I could die tomorrow along with you. Um, if, if we get into a nuclear war and uh, the, 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 the missiles start flying, we could all die tomorrow. And, and I was talking to three guys today and my my issue is we have we have a real disease that run is running rampant, uh, and it's called greed. And if I want something, I take it. Um, and I won't go in, and I, I'm not going to get political. But Russia isn't the first person who has done this. Um, and we, and when I say we, I mean you and I are the only people who can stop this. Uh, we have to pick our leaders and let them know what we expect and what we will and we will not tolerate. Um, the Russians are being lied to, uh, but I, at the same time, I'm quite sure we're being lied to. Um, there's just too many, too many greedy people out there. So how low can this go? All I can say is I'm, I'm willing to bear it. Now, I'm in a unique situation that I don't need this money. Uh, I, can, I can get by without it. It hurts. Yeah, it hurts substantially being down uh, $250,000, $300,000 from where, where I was. But I, I, I keep coming back and saying, this is going to happen. The healthcare revolution is going to happen. We, we've learned a phenomenal lesson 
about supply chain. We've learned this phenomenal lesson about the global economy. I remember in 2000, we were celebrating the global economy. Well, look what the global economy has done. It has put, made us dependent that we get 4% of our oil from Russia right now, even though they're bombing the crap out of Ukraine. We don't have the balls to say, no, no, we won't take it. Put your, put your ship, send your ship back. We're not taking it. I don't care what we said last week. We don't want it. And until we get the balls to do that, and until we get the balls to say to Vladimir, uh-uh, we're, we're, we got aircraft carriers sitting out there waiting. They're waiting for your next move, and, and we're ready to go. So you tell us, Vladimir, which direction are we going? When that happens... We got more aircraft carriers than anybody in the world. When that happens, when the bully knows we're ready to punch you in the, in the nose, we're ready to put you to the ground, and we dare you to take the next step. When that happens, this will stop. But until it does, yeah, it could go down. Uh, we, we, could, we could match the 40% the, the, the drop and bring the S&P down to somewhere around 27, 2800. That's where I think. Now, I, I want to then preface that and talk a little bit more about what should you do? Is this the time to bail? Let's talk about that. Okay, uh, the other thing I've done on a regular basis is share a, a chart of my big six. Actually, there's seven in my six. Um, Facebook, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, NVIDIA, Apple, and the seventh one is Tesla. I probably won't be owning any Tesla anytime in the near future, although I must admit at one point it was the largest holding um, that I had. But because I don't want exposure to China and because I don't believe that car automobile companies have have uh, any means of making a profit in the long term. I don't own Tesla. But I do want to share with you that uh, some of these companies, as you see in the chart, are below my target price. In particular, uh, Facebook, um, Microsoft, and um, Apple. And Google's getting very close. The one I really want to buy is Amazon. I did a video yesterday explaining why uh, I think Amazon is a model for how companies should be run and really how our world should be run. Um, we have to get rid of the bullies. And, and the bullies don't always come from, from the obvious places. Uh, we, we've had a few in, all, in my lifetime that, that reside here in the United States with me. And I'm not going to get into the political. Nita says I should not talk political, so I won't. But I wanted to show you that chart. And um, there's some good buys here. Uh, there's some fear. And, um, and, and the real fear is what will happen relative to Russia and Ukraine and where he'll go after that. Be but, but the end result of all this is very, very positive. And that is to say that we have less, I like the phrase, we have less technology and innovation in our society today than we ever will in the future.
It is coming so fast. Uh, artificial intelligence and, and, and genome sequencing and genome editing and uh, alternative energy and just a revolution in the way everything works. I mean, we, we talk about, uh, Jim Cramer today said, well, of course we should be buying oil. Okay, Jim, on the short term, yeah, if Vladimir keeps playing, yeah, we should be buying oil. But if Vladimir shuts down, Jim, that oil's coming down fast, okay? And if, in fact, Tesla and Elon Musk and the automakers get what they want by 2030, that oil's coming down fast. So be careful about what you buy and understand what you buy and why you own it. But Getting back to, we are in the best position that the world has ever been in. If we can get rid of these bullies, we have a disease that is rampant uh, throughout the world, and it's called uh, greed. Um, and, and, and the attitude is coming back of, if you have something I want and I'm bigger than you, I'm going to take it. Um, we have to stop that. And that has to stop with you and me. Uh, we have to let our politicians know that you play that game, you're out. And, um, and if you play that game, and this is something I think that needs to be considered. If I go, if, if I want my neighbor's home and I just go and take it, uh, I'll go to jail. I'll go to jail. We've had some people who have decided they wanted Vietnam and they wanted Iran. Those people should be in jail because if they don't go to jail, if they're allowed to go to Texas to paint, then anybody and everybody will say, well, if you can go to, if you can go rape a country and go to Texas to paint and live off a government pension and have secret service for the rest of your life, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that. That sounds like a good route. No. If he were sitting in prison right now, and or worse, um, if, if there had been a Nuremberg after Vietnam and after Iraq, this would not be happening today. No, it would not. Bad behavior would be punished and it would not happen again. But until we pun don't punish bad behavior, it'll continue. If you don't take the bully down, he'll keep bullying. He'll even come into your high school with weapons. You've got to take him down. But we don't have a society right now that subscribes to that. Okay, uh, this is Kerry Grinkmeyer. I think this will all be something we will look at in the rearview mirror and say, boy, I'm glad we got through that fiasco. If you like to, if you think like I do, or if you want to be a part of the tribe that I participate in, come to Best of Us Investors um, and, and, and subscribe to um, Trading Views and build yourself a psychiatrist that is based on history that gets you through these hard times. Okay, uh, I'm glad to be with you uh, again. Um, we'll get through this, trust me. Been here before, we'll get through this. Talk to you again tomorrow.